Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book Make It Stick, The Science of Successful Learning. Many people say that learning is the greatest revolution in the 21st century. That is correct. We are now in the era of the knowledge economy. We need to keep learning and improving so that we are not left behind, and can get better opportunities for development. However, learning is not that simple. Imagine that you want to be a doctor, and have to obtain a doctor's certificate. What's your plan for studying? Most people would first divide the required knowledge into small modules, and study a part of it every day according to the plan. Once finished, they would combine different pieces and review them several times. After some practice exams, they would finally grasp some medical knowledge. A lot of us seem to study every day and learn a lot of things. But is it the truth? How much knowledge can we remember with this learning method? And how much knowledge can we skillfully practice in our work or impart on others? The book Make It Stick will tell us which traditional learning methods cannot stand up under scrutiny, and most importantly, what kind of learning methods are scientifically proven to be effective in real life. There are three authors of this book. Peter C. Brown is known for writing popular science and his rigorous writing style. Henry L. Rodiger III is a psychology professor at the University of Washington in St. Louis and an expert in human learning and memory. Mark A. McDaniel is also a psychology professor at the University of Washington St. Louis and an expert in prospective memory and education. The authors uncovered the problems with our past learning methods, and wrote this book after years of research. This book also includes the work of 11 cognitive psychologists over the course of 10 years. For the first time, it puts forward the idea of the close relationship between human cognitive laws and learning methods. Through this, combined with findings from research in neuroscience and practical testing, this book proposes simple learning strategies that are most beneficial to the brain. Next, we will introduce you to the key insights of this book in three parts. Part 1. What are some effective learning methods? Part 2. How can you build your knowledge structure? Part 3. Become a lifelong learner. In the traditional sense, learning is a process of practice 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 till you master something, such as doing a lot of practice questions, or reading your notes repeatedly before an exam. People are convinced of this learning method's effectiveness, because most of them achieved excellent results in the phase of mass practice. However, research shows that the knowledge obtained through mass practice is short-lived. The things learned will be quickly forgotten, and not available when needed. For these reasons, this kind of learning method is ineffective. Effective learning makes learned knowledge available when needed. For example, in Matt Brown's early career as a pilot, he had once flown a twin-engine plane overnight to Kentucky to deliver goods. He was alone, flying through the night at 11,000 feet, when the oil pressure of the right engine suddenly dropped. He knew he had a problem, and a lot of questions flashed through his mind. If the engine failed, how much further could the plane fly before shutting down completely? Could he stay aloft if the plane lost the lift on the right side? Soon, he decided to shut down the broken engine, adjusted the blades parallel to the airflow to reduce drag, and increased the power on the left side. 
After 10 miles of struggle to keep flying, Matt landed safely. You never know when the knowledge you've learned will be put to use, especially in this kind of life-threatening, spur-of-the-moment event. It's important for the learned knowledge or skills to become a reflex-like instinct, and truly understood. What kinds of learning methods allow us to obtain these kinds of valuable knowledge or skills? The authors tell us that there are three steps for learning, encoding, consolidation, and retrieval. Encoding is when the brain converts sensory perceptions into memories. However, this memory is short-lived, just like the notes we took in school. Consolidation is the process of transforming the short-term memory into a long-term memory, just like the process of a small tree taking root. In order to strengthen the learning results, two things need to happen. We need to first recode the short-term memories and consolidate them into long-term memories. We then need to associate these long-term memories with a variety of clues for future usage. The third step of learning is retrieval. Retrieval is not reading and reciting repeatedly, but recalling a fact, concept, or event. The benefit of retrieval is to strengthen the memory, and to prevent you from forgetting something. For instance, when students have to study for an exam after a semester of learning, the usual way they go about it is to repeatedly look over their notes from the beginning to the end. This is a form of repeated reading, where we try to piece the fragments together. In contrast, retrieval requires you to write functions, key points and core content from the class, using only your memory. If you try and can't remember, you then look up the answers in the book. Reviewing in this constructive way prevents us from missing the key points in a highly efficient manner. Take Tom as an example. Tom has good grades, but he never buried himself under intensive practice, nor did a lot of homework on weekends or holidays. Instead, he plays basketball frequently. His peers are curious about how he does not seem to put as much effort in as others, but can still manage to get better grades than them. It turns out that Tom has his personal way of studying. Instead of burying himself in homework every night, he lies in bed with his eyes closed, and tries to remember what he learned in class that day. If he can't remember, then he looks at the book and notes on his hand. This learning method works extremely well, and he absorbs the class content efficiently. This is called the retrieval method. Retrieval method could also be applied in reading. For example, many people feel confused after finishing a book. It's an understandable feeling. You can try to recall the key points that you've memorized, think about the branches under these key points, and then fill in the missing parts by looking through the book. After using this tactic, the basic structure of the book is now in your head. This reading method is more effective than reading the book over and over again. Retrieval is a science-based approach. A law of memory called Ebbinghaus Forgetting Curves tells us the relationship between forgetting and time. When we have just learned a new knowledge, at the first instance we obtain a 100% memory of it. But in 20 minutes, the memory will drop to 58%. We will retain 44% after an hour, and we would only remember 35% of the learned knowledge after 8 or 9 hours. Imagine how much we retain after a day, a week, or a month. As a result, if we retrieve our knowledge right after studying, we can remember almost all of the content. As time passes, we remember less and less. Therefore, the key to effective learning is to prevent memory loss, 
and retrieval is the process of relearning. The authors also note that, although it takes more effort to retrieve a faded memory, it will further strengthen our memory in return. Given the knowledge of retrieval, let's now look at the specific practices used for retrieval. The first practice is interleaved practice. Interleaved practice combines two or more subjects. At first it appears to increase learning difficulty, so many people mistakenly think that interleaved practice is not very effective. However, research actually showed that interleaved practice not only makes memory last longer, but also enables people to apply their learned knowledge and skills in a flexible way. The book cited the following study. Two groups of college students were asked to calculate the volumes of four different types of obscure geometric solids. One group of students first worked on four practice problems for computing the volume of a wedge, then four problems for a spheroid. The other group worked on the same practice problems, but in a mixed sequence rather than clustered by problem type. At first, the average accuracy for the students who had practiced by problem type was 89%, compared with 60% for those who had practiced in a mixed sequence. However, a week later, in the final test, the students who practiced according to the problem type, scored only 20% on average. On the other hand, the students whose practice was interleaved, averaged 63%. The experiment result shows that, from the perspective of knowledge mastery and long-term memory, interleaved practice is more effective than mass practice. The second practice of retrieval is called varied practice. The authors tell us that varied practice enables people to better master refining and classification skills. For example, when studying bird classification, we can adopt the method of varied practice by gathering different kinds of birds together for students to distinguish. Not only can it improve the inductive ability of the students, but it can also enhance their different types of recognition ability. In this way, their classification ability will be further strengthened when encountering new samples in the future. To further illustrate this, in order to identify a bird's family, a wide range of traits need to be taken into consideration. These include size, feather, behavior, location, the beak shape, and the iris color. One tricky aspect of bird classification is that, members of the family share many similar traits, but not all of them. For example, many thrashers have a long slightly hooked beak. But not all thrashers share this same feature. As a result, bird classification is the work of learning general concepts and making individual judgments, rather than the simple memorization of features. Hence, varied practice is more helpful than mass practice, when learning the underlying concepts of differentiating the different bird families and species. The third practice of retrieval is knowledge elaboration. Human memory has its limitations, but if we practice elaboration, there is no limit to learning. Elaboration is the process of absorbing new knowledge by expressing the new facts aloud, and connecting it with the existing knowledge. The more you connect new knowledge with your prior knowledge, the more you can interpret the connections between the two. As a result, you will have a stronger grasp of the new knowledge. Here is an example. We just learned a new fact which tells us that warm air can hold more moisture than cold air. We can now connect this new fact to a familiar circumstance that it helps explain, such as the drip of water from the back of a cold air conditioner. In this way, the new knowledge and the existing knowledge are now linked. 
Elaboration helps you learn better by putting new knowledge into a broader context. For example, the more history facts you know, and the more detailed they are, the deeper your understanding of history will be. Furthermore, the more you read to understand the story from different perspectives, such as connecting a single story with a known human ambition, and the untidiness of fate, the better this story will stay with you. Similarly, when studying an abstract concept, like the principle of angular momentum, you can think of a scene where this principle applies. One example would be the moment a figure skater draws her arms to her chest to make her spin faster. That concludes part one, how to learn effectively. The three steps of learning are encoding, consolidation, and retrieval, with retrieval being the most critical step. The three methods of retrieval are interleaved practice, varied practice, and knowledge elaboration. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.